Do you long to embody mindfulness and compassion in your parenting life? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. Let's go on this journey together. Hi, Good morning. Good morning. It's so nice to see you. Nice to see you too. How are you? I'm well. Good. How are you? I'm okay. The chipmunks get up early, so. Do the chipmunks wake you up? My chipmunks. Oh, yes. your chipmunks. Oh, I thought you went actual chipmunks. You tested the challenge for me, the five days to mm -hmm. calmer, kinder parenting. Yes. So I wanted to ask you a couple questions, but I thought we could do a little grounding first because I'm feeling a little ungrounded these last few days. Um, well, this last year, <laughs> really. <laughs> and so, um, and I love, I was just listening to something that my, my yoga teaching mentor said this morning, but I think it relates to parenting and just being a person <laughs> so well. When we're in survival mode, we aren't in a good position to help others. I mean, that's pretty basic, right? But it, just when she said it, I was like, oh yeah, ding. <laughs> So, um, so survival mode has been the mode, you know, and for some of us, it's not just this year, right? And then trying to parent on top of that, and then trying to parent someone who may be neurologically different from you just requires, you know, a paradigm shift in parenting. But I got woken up this morning to, Ocean can't get into his OT Zoom meeting, what do I do? Um, like I, I have the magic answers when I get, you know, woken up out of a sound. When I get woken up out of a sound sleep and that is the time, like it's already, the Zoom meeting has already started and it's already panic mode. Um, I can't solve a problem. And then I go out and I ask Ocean, like, how did you get into your Zoom meeting yesterday? Oh, I checked my Gmail. Okay, can you do that now? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Why was I woken up out of a sound sleep? That's where yeah. I'm at. So yeah, grounding. Will you do it with me? Sure. All right. So let's first just notice where we're sitting, like our seat and maybe feet on the floor. I have my feet rolling on balls, but I'm going to put them down on the floor. Um, and that, just notice the heaviness of the parts of your body that are that are being pulled by gravity towards the earth. And I love how you just took a sweet breath there. So let's take a sweet breath in. Yeah, and you even brought your shoulders up and then let them down as you breathe out and you're moving. So <laughs> Megan really knows her her body and her way to ground. So you can, you can follow Megan. <laughs> um, you, rocking your pelvis a little bit can also be very grounding and it can be a way to, uh, to stimulate our vagus nerve, which is the, the part of our nervous system that helps us return to a just right state so that we can be helpful to others. Um, all right, so I'd invite you to look away from the screen and look around and just find something in your space that, mm, makes you feel calmer or loving or grounded. 
And then listen to any sounds you hear and simply normalize the sounds. Like I'm hearing a, you know, a Zoom meeting in the other room. I can hear that while I'm also talking to you. Um, but by not judging it, it makes it easier to be less distracted by it. So then noticing your skin and any sensations on your skin at all. And again, we're not picking out the places that are necessarily itchy or uncomfortable, but just being aware. And then anything that you can smell or taste. And I'm gonna try to move my breath a little lower because I'm feeling like it's in my chest, which isn't bad, but I like to have access to the full range of breath that's available. So taking it from chest, seeing if I can expand my belly and my lower back and my waist. And then letting it out a little slower with a sound. So I feel like every time I go live, <laughs> I should do that first. Um, because yeah, when we're, when we're feeling anxious or stressed, we're not in a very good position to be present with others. How are you doing? Better. <laughs> I didn't even know I needed that. I love that it's just, you know, it can only, it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. It doesn't have to be a whole hour of yoga. It can just be a couple minutes of focus and then. Yeah. Or even less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. I have to be doing other things. And while I'm doing other things, I'll wiggle my toes. Like my friend Alice one time was like, yeah, if I'm starting to get frustrated with my son while he's doing his homework, um, I just sit there and wiggle my toes and it helps me feel more grounded. You know? And I just love that. You know, there are so many things we can do that don't take a bubble bath, that they don't take extra time. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, I think as parents of atypical or differently wired kids, we spend a lot of time focusing on helping our kids have coping mechanisms, but we need them too. Um, because your quote that you read earlier really hits home. Um, and I feel like there's so many, there's been some fun discoveries with online school or hybrid school where they have excelled in different ways, but there's other places that are much more challenging. And I found myself having to offer them a lot more support. Um, I'm kind of a para during the day, you know, I, I can't, they can't really do the whole day on their own. They need a lot of support and that doesn't leave a lot of time for me to take care yeah. of myself. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so finding those little ways to 
cope and stay out of fight or flight because that is definitely where I lose my cool is when, um, when I'm already pushed to that limit and, uh, and then, you know, I can't just like, just like them, you know, they get, they get pushed to that. They can't back out of that easily. So to catch myself before I go over the cliff, uh, yeah. helps everyone, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and, you know, they talk about with little kids co-regulation, right? Mm. With babies mm -hmm. and how, you know, our, when we're regulated, they, they, they mirror us. That doesn't stop, right? Especially with our kids, like, they still, I mean, most of them, I think, probably still need a little help regulating. And if you're at a position where your kid is on, you know, they're on their own, they figured it out, and they're self-regulating, come and give us some tips. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I have to yeah. say, Ocean, now that he's 10, like, sometimes he is the voice of reason in our family. And I'm just like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I kind of hear myself reflected back. But then also I'm like, where'd you, where'd you learn this? This is so great. You know? <laughs> so he's picking up something from somewhere that is taking him closer to self-regulation. Yeah, I, I, I see that too, where, you know, I can see Sometimes they can express, oh, I need a movement break. I need to go outside. I need to, I need to do this or that. And other times, you know, especially during the school, the at-home school day, that's, that's a different beast. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I know, that Megan, one of your superpowers is scheduling in the self-care time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've been doing that since all your changes and upheaval, but um, that was something that really impressed me with you is that you said, I actually put it in my schedule. I do. And uh, it, I, you know, I don't always stick to it, but I, at least it's there and I know it's there and it really helps me to, to remember to care for myself. Um, Actually, I was doing really well until we got to the break. And then the break kind of, I think with the holiday energy and stuff, uh, I got a little off track, but um, I'm back on it, getting back on it, you know, because that's what you do. You get back on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's healthy, don't you, to take a break from the, from the routine, even any routines, even the ones that are that are helpful. helpful to us yeah and know that we can jump back in anytime i think there's always this pressure around new years to to oh you have to start now and it has to be it's kind of now or never and that's actually never true it, it can be it's it's totally arbitrary it can be anytime you can start right now you can start tomorrow you can start next week you can start today forget tomorrow start again the next day like it's every day is a new day so Absolutely. It yeah, takes the pressure you off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to be perfect in that. We can just. Oh, my God. The last thing we need is more pressure, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and especially from ourselves, which, yeah. you know, 
one of the, I mean, I don't know We're about you. That. <laughs> I'm the hardest on myself. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. You did the five days. Was there one that stood out to you in any yeah. way? Mm -hmm. There were two, actually. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, the two that stood out to me were uh, the trust mudra. Please interlace your fingers. Bring your hands together and interlace your fingers, then spread out your palms and rest them on the center of your chest. Point your thumbs up towards your ears. And take a few deep breaths. Notice your reaction to so-called interruptions. Notice when your doubt, anxiety, or distraction arise. In Sanskrit, it's mudra, but it translates more as like gesture. So it's a gesture of unshakable trust in our own inner capacity. Right? Not something outside of ourselves. And that doesn't mean that we have to have all the answers that when we're woken up out of a sound sleep, we can solve a problem and we have to. Deep down, we do have the wisdom and the answers. And if you have a question about what's going on with your kid or your family or yourself, you probably already know that it's that ability to get quiet enough and check in, like you said, ground into your body and maybe your heart. There are no secrets here. These are things that have been passed down to me from teachers, from the wisdom lineage of yoga and meditation. Sort of bring it back in like, okay, all right. I'm here, I'm here in my body, I can do this. I think that's a really nice one. Uh, the other one I really, really loved was the cherished memory, um, which basically reminded me of a happy place that I can go when I'm feeling low or overwhelmed and um, and that wasn't like a very unexpected um, <clears throat> little gift. Brings a lot of joy because I still, I do, I, over the last few days since I finished the challenge, I have thought of it a few times. That is so great. Mm -hmm. So the more often we return to that cherished memory and uh, drink in or allow ourselves, our nervous systems to kind of be bathed in those, those um, soothing, relaxed, <laughs> calm and beloved feelings, the more neural pathways we develop, we build to receive those feelings more often, even when we're not using that cherished memory. Mm. So like mine um, 
I mean, I do switch it up. You don't have to stick with the same one, but if it's working, I like to stick with the same one. So I use the feeling of Ocean's Hand in mine. And especially when we used to walk to school and the way he would reach out and hold my hand and just the warmth of his hand. That visceral feeling is is easy to reproduce in my in my sense memory. It's so simple, right? But it really shifts something in my nervous system. Yeah, can give us a reminder. When we get still, that quiet voice of wisdom can come through. Really appreciated how short um, and simple the exercises were because at first I was kind of like, ooh, can I commit to doing this? What is she asking okay. of me? <laughs> right? Okay. She says it's only five minutes. Is it really five minutes? Because, you know, is it like when you call a car and they're like, five minutes and 20 minutes later, there's still no car? Um, you know, <laughs> like uh, an Uber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were actually that straightforward. And uh, I will also say that sometimes I get a little intimidated about journaling. I don't know. That's my own hang up. So when, uh, so when I got to that part of the day, which is the last part, I, I was kind of like, oh boy, journaling, I don't know, I might bail. But uh, but they were so, I mean, you could, you could expand on those questions if you really wanted to, but you could also just keep it very simple and, um, and then kind of maybe go back to it and think about it later as you move through your day. Uh, but that was also very nice that they, it didn't have to be super complicated. It didn't have to be digging really deep. It could just be, let's not think about this too long. Let's just try it and then take it with me and see, and see where that goes. So I, I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. And that, I mean, we don't know the effect something like one question of self inquiry is having on our subconscious. So mm. we don't necessarily have to dig deep, right? Yeah. Um, so the first question, I think you just answered with a name, right? Like yes. the first day, just mm -hmm. like who holds you? You hold all of this in your life. Who it doesn't have to be human, right? It could be a beloved pet right, who just looks at you with those eyes of um, complete trust and love. For some people, it might be more of a spiritual figure. For me, I feel like the closer they are to my reality, the more helpful it is, right? So if it's someone I literally know um, and who holds me, that works best for me. But it's just one question, right? And um, and then one affirmation, which is just a couple words. Uh, so I'm curious, and I don't really think like you have to do it in the morning and then it sort of plants that seed throughout the day. But I think you, if you're doing it at night, just do it every day, probably better than saving them up <laughs> and doing it yeah. and like skipping a day and then, but literally if, I mean, less than five minutes to do the whole thing. And if you open that email and just do it right then, I 
found myself kind of looking for them in my inbox and I'm sure many people have inboxes like mine, which are <laughs> never ending uh, at times, but I would, uh, I found myself, oh, oh, there's the, there's today's practice. Let's see what that's going to be today. And um, kind of oh, going that's great. right to it. So uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was very easy and I started to look, look forward to it. I'm so glad. That's wonderful. Hang in there. We can do this. Woo! We made it through last year. We can make it through this. Community is really important. Um, so it's up to us to keep reaching out to each other for help and strength and uh, understanding. That just made me think of, because the last couple of days have been a little stressful and crazy, I found, um, and not that they aren't stressful and crazy the rest of the time, especially for um, some people in the world, parenting pathfinders, and totally look it up. And if you're on Instagram, I haven't found her on Facebook, but I'm going to post, if I haven't done it yet, I'm going to post her, her latest post, his little video. And it's, giving very practical, straightforward, and clear advice on how to talk to your kids about events, current events. And she just doesn't sugarcoat, but it's age appropriate. And um, I found out about her through an organization called Roots Connected, which does these great um, workshops, both for educators and parents. So anyway, I'll put all the links to all that in the, in the comments. And I just wanted to mention that. So if you're looking for a, um, resource for talking with your kids about current events or about race and racism, it's a great resource. So, um, parenting pathfinders, she was a moderator in one of the workshops I took through Roots Connected. These are the things we really need to share. I don't put myself out there as a parenting expert. I'm a parent. You can figure out your own parenting style, right? When your nervous system is more balanced. But I do have those I lean on and I'll continue sharing lots and lots of supports like that in the group. So. All I right. thought of one question. Please, you. yes. Great. You should, or maybe it's a comment. Maybe you should consider making um like a whole month of the five day at some point, like a calendar. Oh, could be I would love that. You know, like that. Could I can be totally a, do that. <laughs> that could be a really fun way to, you know, you see all these like thirty day push up challenge. <laughs> yeah, right. Three hundred and sixty five day calendar of five minutes a day. <laughs> Right? I could fill that. I could totally fill that. I've got so many I, ideas. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you're onto something. Then. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll start with five and see how people um, like that. And I'd love to get feedback when you finished up the challenge. Um, those of you who are in the challenge, if you're not in the challenge, here I'm going to make sure before we end that I put up this banner, and this is the link. And I'll also, of course, put it in the comments. So easy for you to join the challenge. All right.
Can't wait to start on Monday. It's really fun. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a, thank you so much for getting up early oh, with your chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to see you, Kate. Thank you so much again. You're Bye. welcome. Thank you for joining Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. I really appreciate you walking alongside me 